Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 12. Today, I'm going to be sharing the power and the number one way I drive profits into my business, which is email marketing. I'm sharing why it is a must to be a part of your 2017 strategy, how you can harness the power of it, and what you need to do to start growing your list with the right people. I also want to invite you into my free training, What to Say, When to Say It, the creatives how-to guide to email list, simply go to www.growanemaillist.com and select one of the four free live trainings to tune into. Learn the steps I took to market and play at a higher level while creating more freedom and impact for my business. Steps like the simple email recipes to wow your list, making them your biggest fan club and building your no like and trust factor how to get with all of the tech to create pretty on-brand emails that feel like a beautiful magazine begging to be read, my method to actually get someone's email address without being creepy or without offering something that's clearly just to get their address, plus the number one email you need to send to your list as part of your fresh, no BS action plan to serve your tribe. Again, simply go to www.growanemaillist.com to save your seat in one of my four live trainings and tune into an hour of specific education all about email lists. Here we go. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. This episode of the Gold Digger Podcast is sponsored by HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the management software that I use to stay organized, manage invoices, get paid, and give every client an elevated, unforgettable experience. HoneyBook is offering 20% off exclusively for Gold Digger listeners. Just go to honeybook.com slash gold digger to get started and get your life back today. 
Hey, Gold Diggers, welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to be talking about something I am incredibly fired up about and just anxious to share with you today. And that is something that might strike you a little odd coming from a girl who absolutely adores social media. But today we are going to talk about the power and the need for email list building. Now, before you think, oh, this doesn't really sound like a topic that sounds interesting, I am going to break it down for you with five big things that you might not know about email list building and why it needs to be your number one priority in the new year. So exactly two years ago, I hopped on a call for a strategy session with my first ever business mentor. And I remember getting on the phone with him and I remember talking to him and telling him all about my business and my following and what I was up to. And I remember he said, I just have one last question for you. And I said, what's that? He goes, how big is your email list? And there were legitimate crickets because I had no idea what he was talking about. And I was like, well, I mean, I have like 40,000 Instagram followers and I have like 10,000 fans on Facebook. I don't, I don't understand why I need an email list. I'm putting out content all the time. And he said to me, he said, what would happen tomorrow if Instagram and Facebook were gone? How would you get in touch with all of these people who have said, yes, Jenna, I want to be a part of what you're doing. I want to follow. I want to see what you're putting out there. I want to be a part of the things that you're doing. And it kind of stopped me in my tracks, frankly. And of course, the defiant side of me was like, well, that's not going to happen. Facebook has been around for years and all of this stuff. But the craziest part about that is over the last two years that is that has stuck with me, so deeply, but it's also become so much more important as I've seen all of these algorithms being unleashed and our posts not being seen and the whole pay to play mentality in order to get things seen from our business pages. And so today I want to talk to you all about email list building strategy. And if you're not currently doing it in your business, why that needs to change today. And if you stay on, I promise we've got some really cool things to share with you about more additional trainings on this subject, because trust me, it's a lot to cover and I'm going to attempt to do it justice in our time together on today's episode. And so without further ado, let's just dive on in. So a few years ago, we were all focused on Facebook growth, right? Like everyone's push was to get new fans on Facebook. And then slowly things started shifting and changing. And suddenly everyone was focused on Instagram followers. And as we started to see the climate of social media change, people were trying to adapt and use these different marketing strategies in order to reach the clientele that they had previously been able to reach through these mediums. And I'm sure if you are active on social media, you are feeling the pain for real. These days, it is so hard to even get our stuff seen. And we're trying to do all these different things like Instagram pods and having these groups that will go on and like our stuff so that we can beat these algorithms with engagement. But it's becoming so stressful. And with the ever-changing climate of social media, it's not reliable anymore. 
So a year ago, when Drew and I were moving into our new house, moving is just so stressful. We all have been there, done that. You realize how much crap you have, and you're just like, get rid of it all. And I logged on to Instagram for a little five-minute break from packing, and I realized that I had been hacked. I could no longer access my account. I couldn't get into anything. I couldn't see any passwords. I couldn't retrieve any information. And all of a sudden, I was faced with this big decision of what am I going to do? And if somebody deletes my entire account, would I be willing to rebuild it from the ground up? And as I sat there, I was so stressed out. Not only was I moving, but I was locked out of my account and worried that whoever was hacking it was either going to delete it or post something awful or whatever. I thought about it and I thought about all of the time and energy I had spent growing this following and all of the days I spent curating images and writing captions and using hashtags and creating this community. And I thought to myself, I thought if this were all gone tomorrow, which it could have been, would I really want to go back and rebuild it all? And to be entirely candid, the answer is no, because I saw myself looking at all of this time that I'd spent in my life, focusing on this number of followers and trying to get bigger and grow bigger and do bigger things. And it just felt exhausting to even contemplate that. And what it really taught me beyond just the fact that we need to really use social media wisely and find that balance within our lives of how we're sharing it and what we're sharing and you know, how we're creating a real community through authenticity, it really reminded me that we need to have a backup plan, a contingency plan. And email lists have become just that in my business. And more than just a backup plan, it has become the number one way I drive profits to my business. And so I'm going to walk through five main buckets today and explain why email list building is such an incredible piece of my business and hopefully inspire you to take action and get growing your own email list. So the first thing that is incredible about email list building is that you own your list. There are no algorithms. You don't have to be worried if people are going to be able to see your emails or not. You're going to be able to show up in people's inboxes. And I want to say inboxes so specifically because inboxes are really a way more intimate way to connect with somebody. So if you're tired of battling the constantly changing algorithms of Facebook and Instagram, email list building needs to be your priority in this new year. Why? Because you can know without a shadow of a doubt that you are sending out an email and it's going to arrive in people's inboxes. You don't have to worry about engagement. You don't have to worry about having this super perfect image or the most excellent caption, you can have a conversation with people and hit send and know that there isn't an algorithm that is going to screw you over, just like we've been dealing with with social media and the ever-changing ways that they're gauging engagement and making our posts either be seen or more likely not seen. So if you're sick of having to do things like Instagram pods where you literally have to log in and like all these different things and comment on all of these different posts just to try to help each other with engagement, if you're tired of just trying to get your posts out into the eyes of people that are interested, email lists are for you. Now, I love to think of social media and I often use this analogy, but social media to me feels like a screaming match. It feels like everyone has this voice and this message and we're all just screaming to the masses and hoping that it will not fall on deaf ears. 
But what would it feel like to write to people who are actually interested in you and what you have to offer and who have opted in to what you will teach and what you know so that you can just whisper the right message to them? I mean, how would that feel for you to not feel like you need to stand on your mountaintop and say, hire me, look at me, look at what I've done. I am the best. You need me. And instead just say, hey, look at what I have to offer you. If you're interested, that's wonderful. I'm able to speak to you so much more clearly because I know what you've opted in for. How does that sound? I mean, to me, that sounds pretty amazing. So if you're just kind of living in this fear game or worried about what Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, whatever that looks like, what they're going to roll out next and that you're going to lose even more traction that you've hustled so hard to gain for the last few months or even the last few years, email list building is for you. And for me, one of the biggest reasons why email lists are so incredible is that you don't have to fall prey to that pay to play mentality that has taken over social media. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about how lately it seems like all we have to do in order to be seen or heard on social media is that we have to pay for ads. And that's exactly what they want. Facebook and Instagram are businesses and together they're actually one giant business that is making millions of dollars every single day. So it makes sense that they've monetized their platform in order to get profits. As any CEO or business owner would know, that's very important. But what that looks like for us as the users and as the businesses is that we are forced to advertise through them in paid advertising in order to get our posts out into the news feeds of the people who have already liked or followed us. And that kind of stinks, I'm not going to lie. So number two, the number two reason why email list building is so incredible is that people are opting in. They have already expressed interest in you or your product or your offering. That's amazing, right? People are going to join you when you pique their interest or offer something that is of value to them, aka something that makes their life easier, something that solves a problem for them, something that provides a fast track or a solution or even just something that simply adds joy to their life. Like that's pretty amazing, right? You can do any of those things. And if you're doing it in the right way, people are going to raise their hand and say, choose me. I want a piece of this. I want to hear from you. And I'm willing to share my email address with you in exchange. It's the rule of reciprocity at play here. If I give you this free training or free discount code or free glimpse into my product, Will you give me your email address? And so many times we're so willing to do that. I mean, we've probably done it hundreds of times without even realizing it when we're purchasing a product or when a coupon code pops up with a discount if we sign up for their email list or if you want to get access to a free guide or a free template. It's a really easy way for somebody to say, yes, I am opting into what you have and I want it and here's my email address in order for me to get that. The other awesome thing about opting in is that you can segment or put people into bigger buckets based on what they're interested in, in order to make sure that you are only sending things that they will enjoy. 
So for me, I have many different audiences. I have this podcast audience. I have Instagram course audiences. I have photography course audiences. I have my wedding clients. And so I have all of these different buckets, which are different interests so that I can take the stress out of serving people because I know that I can cater to multiple audiences in a super specific way and deliver information that people have opted in for and say, hey, I noticed you're interested in Instagram, let me send you this free Instagram training. Or, hey, you're my wedding client. I'm doing a special on albums right now, and I would love to send this out to you. When you can cater to your audience in such a specific way that speaks directly into their needs, they're going to be excited to see an email from you. They're going to open it up, and chances are they're going to take action. And let's just be honest, wouldn't it be much better to be able to serve people that have said, yes, I am interested, than to climb up on our soapboxes of social media and try to scream to everyone and hope that it'll fall on the right ears, right? Like that just sounds so much better to me. And that that aligns so much better with the brand that I've built and the way that I share my heart with the people who are ready and willing to listen. So I wanted to kind of break this up and explain something. And one of the reasons why email list growth I think is so important is that I have learned that you can prime your list leading up to a launch. So what does this mean? We've all seen this word launch. It's all over the internet these days from new website launches to product launches to new course launches to new offerings launching within businesses. And I think it's become one of those words that might be a little too overused. But when you have an email list, you can serve your email list with good content leading up to a launch. And what I love to always say is it's that jab, 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 right hook method of marketing. So when you can serve, 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 and then go in for the kill and sell, people are going to be so much more likely to actually purchase because they've been getting information from you that has been priming them to be ready to purchase. So what does that look like? Well, you can consistently serve your list and get them excited or amped up so that when you go to launch a new product or service, they are the first people in line that are going to raise their hand and say, I'm in, take my credit card, charge me up, I'm ready for this next step. So when you have an email list, you can continue to offer free information and to see how interested people are, to see what gaps you can help your audience fill. And this is so important. You basically have your very own insider group that can share information privately. People who are your biggest fans, the one who are excited to see what's next and engaging with you and your content. Now, Since I have started launching courses in just one year, we did over a million dollars in course sales. People were starting to take notice that I was understanding launch strategy and understanding how to launch different offerings. And I get so many emails in my inbox asking me to help other people launch. And the number one question I ask them, not about their product, not about their offering, is what is the size of your email list? And how often are you serving them? And it usually stops people in their tracks because they're like, well, no, I have this like great course and it's really good content and I know it's going to change lives. But to me, I want to see that you have been consistently serving your audience with valuable free information so that they trust you and they think of you as an expert in your area, but also so that you have this engaged audience that is going to be eager and ready to buy from you. 
And so whenever somebody reaches out and they're like, Jenna, I have this new product. I would love to hire you as a launch coach or a launch consultant. I will go back and say, hey, how big is your email list? How are you actively growing it every single day? How are you serving people consistently? What kind of content are you serving them with? How engaged are they? How often are they opening up your emails? And it's so interesting because a lot of people have missed this part of the process. If you go out to launch something and you're going to try to rely solely on social media, I'm going to wish you luck because social media is going to create so much hardship for you, no matter how incredible your product is. When we go on to social media, we go on to get entertained, right? We have learned to tune out ads left and right. And so people on social media aren't necessarily going to click buy. They might sign up for a free training or program, but it's not going to be the way that you do a six-figure launch. It's just not, not even a five-figure launch. And so When you have an email list, you can prime that list leading up to a launch. And this goes for products, courses, services, whatever that is. And you can start to leak information out to them. You can start to provide additional trainings and free offerings and insight into your behind the scenes so that when you're like, hey, doors are open, people are like, heck yes, I am in. Another reason why it's so important is that you can take your audience off of social media platforms and put them in a place where you actually have control of how often they hear from you and what they're seeing from you, how they see it and what you're able to serve them with. And I love this because I love to talk about how we want to take the control back. And when we're on different platforms like Facebook and Instagram, we don't own them. There are so many shiny things calling for our attention from Facebook Live to Instagram stories to all of these different things. And it's so easy to go down the rabbit hole of social media. But with an email list, you are actually in control of how often people are hearing from you because you're not battling those algorithms. You're in control of what they see because you actually have more room to lay out your information thoughtfully and to write your copy and to include images or links or call to actions. And it's an ability to serve your audience in a really strategic way that doesn't leave you questioning, well, did the right people actually see this? Or did I get buried in the sea of other Instagram posts? And I love the fact that you can invite your audience off of social media and into a more intimate setting that you actually have control over. So number four, the reason why I am rather obsessed with email lists is that email lists offer you the ability to survey your audience, to find out what's next or what they want or what gaps they have in their life that they're waiting to be filled. So one of the biggest way that surveying can help is that if you're unsure of what to create or offer next, ask your audience. They are going to be the perfect people to tell you because these are the people who are interested in you. They've already opted in. They've seen what you've sent out and they can provide that feedback and say, hey, this is something I'm looking for or I'm struggling in this area of my life or business. How can you help there? And so we love surveying our audience for so many reasons, but it's so much more tangible than just throwing out a link to a survey on your social media 
and not really knowing if it's hitting the ideal demographic that you're trying to reach. That email list of yours, those are your dream clients. Those are your prospective clients that you just pray become those clients that pay for you and come back for more. Those email list clients that are on there, those subscribers, those are the people that have opted in and said, yes, I want to be a part of this. So surveys are almost a way of saying to them, I care about what you think and I care about what you have to say. And I want you to know, how can I serve you better? How impactful is that in our lives? And how seldom do we actually ask for that feedback? But when we can send out a survey to our email list and just say, I see you and I want to make sure I'm hearing you loud and clear, what can I do to serve you better? It's a way of getting this direct feedback. And to be honest, if your audience isn't buying from you, if they're not biting on what you're selling, you can get this direct feedback on why and stop trying to guess or assuming it's your price. Because When you have a new offering, it could be a million different things if people aren't buying. It could be the timing. It could be the offer. It could be the wording that you're using or the format of how you're presenting the information or even the titles that you are putting on things. It might just not be resonating with your audience. And so after any launch that we do, we will go back and circle back to people who were interested in our training but didn't actually become clients and we'll say, hey, We have three questions to ask you. We just want to make sure that we can serve you better or make sure that we're filling in those gaps in the best way possible. Can you just tell us why you didn't purchase? And I love those results because it's from the people that maybe um, were just hung up on something or maybe it really wasn't the right timing in their life or business. But I also think that it tells them, hey, we noticed you didn't purchase and we respect that. And we just want to make sure that we can get out content that is going to continue serving you so that if and when you become a client, you are going to become a raving fan. Serving can also help you segment further so that your unsubscribe rate goes down and your open rates go up as you refine the way you reach out. So what does that mean? If you can send out a survey to your email list and just say, hey, which of these topics are you most interested in? We just want to make sure we're getting you the right content. We can put their survey results into different buckets so that we know that when we're launching something that might not be pertinent to them, they're not going to get those series of emails because it's not anything they're interested in. And we want to respect that. Your goal of an email list is to have people excited to open up your emails and to engage with them. And so if you can make sure that you're serving that list in a really meaningful way and in a really responsible way, I think it tells people like, okay, she's paying attention. She knows I'm not a photographer, so I don't want to get a photography marketing course email, right? And so when you can send out a simple survey and just say, hey, select the things that you're most interested in so that we can get you the right content, it's going to help so that people don't unsubscribe from your email list. And it's also going to increase those open rates, which are so important, especially when you go into a launch. If you're serving your list with valuable content week after week without any sales pitch, Then when you go to actually sell them something and they're already used to opening your emails and responding and taking action from them, your launch is going to be that much more successful because you have primed that list. They trust you. They know you. They like you. Surveys can also give you the verbiage and the language that your audience is using to talk about their biggest problems. 
So you can turn around and use their exact language in any sort of sales copy moving forward so that you know you're reaching them and speaking to them in terms that they use and understand. This was one of the biggest things that we learned as we started launching courses, is that the language that I use doesn't always resonate with the language that my audience is using. Now, I have studied a lot of this stuff and I've looked at a lot of the next level marketing things. And so I can speak to it maybe in a language that could sound foreign. And so whenever we go to sell something, we want to make sure we're speaking directly into our audience, the ones that need what we are selling. And so when you use a survey and you leave an open-ended question that says something like, tell me what you're biggest struggle is, or tell me why you aren't currently doing this in your business. It allows us to hear our subscribers loud and clear, but it also gives us the language necessary to reach them directly and say, Hey, I heard that you're struggling with X, Y, Z. Here's what I've created in order to help you get out of that rut. That's incredible, right? Like that's so stinking important. And it's something that people often forget. And I've learned this so much, especially when looking at other people's education offers, is they'll be using language or verbiage, and I'm like, I don't understand that, or I don't even know what they're talking about right now, but I think I need this, but I don't know if I need this. And so surveys can be a really incredible way to just really get a deeper listen into your clients' lives and hearts and businesses in order to know how you can provide a solution, solve a problem, give them joy, or just help them out, like simply help them out. And the last reason why email list building is so important and needs to be on your priority list in this new year is my favorite reason. It allows you to serve your audience in a new way. So even if people have been following you or if they became a fan or follower years ago, they might be totally missing your posts now because of those pesky algorithms. And we've talked about that. So they might be used to hearing from you, say, on Instagram or on Facebook or even on your blog. But a lot of times these days, people aren't seeing everything we're putting out there. We can't assume that people are seeing every single post that is going live. That's just not true, not even remotely true. And so even if these people have said, I want to be a fan, I'm going to like your fan page, or I'm going to be a follower, I'm going to follow your Instagram, that doesn't mean that they are getting every single post we're putting out there. And so through email lists, you're able to serve these people, the ones that are willing to take it a step further, exchange your email address in turn for you giving them something back. And I love the fact that we can take that relationship to another level. Email lists are like up-leveling a relationship in a really intimate way. Because when you pop into your email every morning, you're getting mixed in with emails from your mom or emails from your best friend or your business partner or people you're collaborating with. And so when they see your name, it becomes this part of their subconscious where they're like, oh, I'm hearing from Jenna again or hearing from whoever you are again. And I absolutely love that. It's more friendly. It's friendlier than just throwing out a social media post. It's so hard to speak directly into people's lives while you're on such a platform where, again, it feels like a screaming match. And so email creates this relationship. It's easier for people to respond to. People are more likely to respond to call to actions within emails. And let's be honest, email isn't going anywhere, right? It's easy to communicate over time in a consistent manner. 
Now, this is so important because one of the biggest questions we get asked when I start talking about email lists and why I'm so passionate about them is people will say, well, I have no idea what I would even send people. Like, why would I go through all of this work to try to grow an email list when I have nothing to put out there? I'm not interesting enough. My life isn't perfect enough. I don't have all the answers or solutions. I always have to laugh at that because chances are you are putting out content every day through Instagram, through your blog, through your Facebook, whatever that looks like. You're already creating content. So what would it look like in your business if you were able to repurpose that content in order to reach more people? It doesn't need to mean more work. It can just be more strategy. It can mean that you're serving people in an entirely new way that is more intimate, that is more reliable, and you're able to reach out in a consistent manner so that you gain their trust. You will become a reliable expert source who is constantly serving your audience and whose voice they start to recognize and look forward to hearing from. I can speak in an email so much easier than I can speak on social media because I know that the people who are receiving it are people that have opted in, that have signed up, that have become a part of my tribe for a meaningful way. And so I know that when I serve them, I am growing this relationship little by little in a really meaningful way. You also are able to reach your audience with a full funnel and be in charge of the timing, the delivery, the visuals, and the order in which they're getting information. This is so important, guys. If you've zoned out or if this is like over your head, listen to this. With an email list, you can send out a series of emails and know that your audience is getting them in order. They're getting the visuals that you want with them. They're getting the links or the calls to action. This is so incredible because when we go on social media and we try to run a series of posts, person A is seeing post one, person B is seeing post two, person A never even knew post two existed. And all of a sudden we think that we have this really sound strategy, but in reality, we're losing people at all parts of the funnel or the process. And so when you have somebody sign up for an email list, you can start this user experience right off the bat, knowing that they're going to get email number one, number two, number three, number four, and so on. And you can craft this experience and have it just auto running so that when they sign up, they are getting this incredible and thoughtful welcome email that is saying, hey, thanks for joining. Here's what you can expect from me. Here's what I'll serve you. Here's when I'll be in touch next. And you can set all of those expectations just as you would with a new friend. And it really just takes your relationship to the next level. So lastly, email is more transactional. Social media is where people go to be entertained. I mean, think about it. We are like constantly scrolling when we get bored, when we're on the subway. I don't even know why I use that example because in Wisconsin, we don't have subways. We don't even have a taxi cab in our town. And so you can be on social media to be entertained. You want to be distracted. You want to see pretty things, whatever. You want to keep up with your friends. When you are in your email, you are more used to seeing offers. You're more used to taking action and you can click off of email without being annoyed. Have you ever done it on Facebook where you've like clicked a link and then it takes you to this new link and then all of a sudden you're like, 
five links deep and you're like, I don't even know how I got here. Let me just go back to Facebook. But when you're in email and you click a link, it just opens it up in a new window. It's a lot easier to understand and see. And it's not as annoying because we're used to it. We're like, hey, I click this link. It's on me. I want to take a look. I want to see something deeper. So I want to reiterate the five reasons why I believe that email list building needs to be your strategy for you. Number one is that you own it. There aren't algorithms. This email list is yours. You will not fall prey to any changes, the rules of engagement, all of that stuff. You don't have to worry about your email list is yours and yours alone. If Facebook and Instagram shut down tomorrow, you could get in touch with the people who have opted in. Speaking of opting in, number two, opting in, they are already interested in you and your product. These are people who are raising their hand and saying, sign me up. I am interested. And these are going to be your ideal clients. So it takes you out of that screaming match and allows you to whisper the right message to these people who have said, yes, I want in. Number three is it allows you to prime your list leading up to a launch, whether it's a new product or service or offering. It allows you to serve your audience with meaningful content that will guide them through the process if they are indeed interested in purchasing. And this is so incredibly powerful. Number four is that it gives you the chance to survey the right audience to find out what's next or what they want. It can help you know what to offer them in order to make their life a little bit easier or better or simply more joyful. And that's incredible. And number five, it allows you to serve your audience in a new way, to take another step, to build that know, like, and trust principle and to show up for them week in and week out. So in closing, when I talked to my coach two years ago and he asked me that question and I paused and that defiant person in me wanted to say, I don't need an email list. It's not as shiny. I would rather focus on growing my Instagram following or posting on Facebook. It took me some time to really resonate and marinate on that information and understand the absolute importance that that could have on my business and not just my business today and tomorrow, but my business for years to come. And while it took me a little while to get started with his advice, it was the best decision I ever made. And it was the one decision in my business that if I could go back, I would have started my email list years ago. And I have listened to so many different podcasts from incredible marketing geniuses. And that is always the number one regret. And so as we go into this new year with new focuses and new goals and a new drive and new desires on our heart, I challenge you to put list building as a top priority for your business. It is going to give you the chance to show up for your tribe and to show up consistently, but it is also going to give you the opportunity to launch your biggest dreams in the most meaningful way. I would have never been able to do a million dollars in course sales in one year without having an email list. Never. Nada. And here's what's incredible. Throughout the last year, as my email list has grown by tens of thousands, so has my profits. Every single time I go to launch a new product or to share a new offering or to give a new service, the ability to reach new people is only heightened because my email list has grown. And so as my email list continues to grow because I'm serving people, so do my profits. 
And it is the number one way I drive those profits into my business day in and day out. So my friends, please don't make the same mistake I did. If I asked you today, what is the size of your email list? And you had zero as a response. Don't worry. Don't panic. Don't stress. I've got you covered. We have all kinds of free trainings coming down the docket that I'm about to share with you. Friends, if you've been hearing all this talk about email lists and you're not sure if you need one, what you would send to people, even if you had one, or if this applies to you, I want to formally invite you into my live webinar training, what to say, when to say it, the creatives, how to guide to email lists. And this is going to be a one hour webinar workshop online where you can tune in, hang out with me live and walk through the steps of knowing what to say and when to say it. If you are indeed going to grow your email list this year. So so join me in this free training. Go to growinemaillist.com. We are having four live webinars on the 17th, 18th, and 19th of January. And I would love to invite you in as a dear friend of mine. Again, growinemaillist.com and join me for my free webinar training all about email lists, what to say, when to say it, the creatives, how to guide to email lists. I hope to see you inside those free trainings. I'll be waving at you over in our Wisconsin craftsmen. So there you have it, my friends. Email list building, number one priority in my business this year. And I hope it's the same for you. I pray that this episode was enlightening, that it excited you about the ability to reach and speak to your clients in a new way. And also the ability to foster a community that you have control over, that you don't have to worry about what Facebook or Mark Zuckerberg is going to unleash next in their own desire to drive profits. This puts you in the driver's seat of your business and of your life, and it gets you the ability to make a greater impact in the people that matter the most to you. So until next time, friends, keep on digging that goal and let's make email list building a priority for the Gold Digger Nation, all of you out there. Let's do it. Thanks for listening to Gold Digger. Dive into show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time, you gold-digging dream chaser you.